We're at Temple Roads Field Day before the crowd shows up. We're talking about the corn trials you're doing for AgroLiquid, the Joe Leslie here of AgroLiquid. Kind of a cool thing. And all the field days we've done, Chad's, uh, Kevin's, Kelly's, now yours, the last one of the season. Cool different trials happening in conjunction with AgroLiquid. You got four different things happening here. Kind of walk us through what you're doing and what you seek to learn from these trials because there's a lot of different stuff here. So, I mean, my grower standard is down there on the far end. And of course, you know, I told Joe earlier on, I'm like, I have one goal just to beat you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I do have a, I, I do, we do have our grower standard. And then kind of as you work through the plot, we looked at different things. Like I sent my, my soils, um, my soil types that I sent all of them, my samples, everything and some history behind it, tissue samples and stuff that looked at my, my grower standard years ago. And then they tried to find some different things along through it. So, Joe, tell them some of the things that you wanted to yeah. do. So we sat down in the spring, and uh, we didn't change a lot, right, because Temple's growing some pretty darn good corn. So we went with our products, and we just tweaked a couple things. So we went in, and we added some sulfur here. We switched out our micro pack. And then with that data, it helps us at AgriLiquid establish some win rates. We pull all this data from across the country, get a win rate, an ROI, and, and look at the return on investment on it. Right. So it helps everybody. If you're listening, you're not going to see it. But if you're watching visually, we're going to be posting just an example of the win rates. Because when you come to a field day, if you've not been to an extreme ag field day, we post all the stuff. So what I think is kind of cool is you start with growth standard practice. And you say, trial one, we've deviated from growth standard practice by doing this. Then you go to two. And it's kind of like uh, trial two was growth standard practice plus whatever you did in trial one. Plus, then you added the next thing. So by the time you get to four, you've added like, you know, uh, radiator, uh, you know, drippings on a 57 Chevy and some other stuff. So anyway, what do you got here from one to two to three to four? Just what keeps adding? Yeah, so from one to two, we added sulfur. From two to three, we switched in our micro 500 pack. And then three is micronutrients. Yep, a micronutrient pack. And then in the fourth round, we added some of our nitrogen and our progerin and phosphorus. We just kept adding to it, like you said. Okay. And the very last one is like, Joe and I were like, all right, this is like our send it version. This is, this would be a agro liquid send it. Okay. So that's what the last one is. Probably no ROI. <laughs> Win rate rate might be good, but with no ROI. And you know what? That's where you got to push this thing because there is, and we've talked about it. Galen and I were down at Chad's and we talked about there's a time when you can add too much. There's a time when you're using too much. Stephanie Zlinko went through the prescription on the, on the most intense trial at Chad's. And it's like, honest to goodness, there was yeah. almost every product you could imagine was dumped in there. Does it pencil out? Maybe you get yield, but not the yeah. yep. Exactly. That's what we got to figure out. Okay, so answer me uh, what you're seeing so far through the season. You and I profiled this. We did a preview yep. back like in May, April, yep. about what was to come. Now here we are. This corn's 12 feet tall. Uh, you're going to be harvesting it another four weeks? Uh, yeah, four weeks. We're probably four weeks out. I don't, I've walked through the trials. And it's, and it's so hard to visually see different things. I mean, I think that as we stepped it up, I definitely have done root digs out here. And as you step up through the plot, I think it generally gets better and better and better. I think it's because we've added more uh, micronutrients in there. I mean, we've definitely, we've hyped up that plant and we've made it something. I don't know that I can physically go out here and see something. I will tell you, I'm disappointed that... Um, my grower standard doesn't look quite as good as I thought it would out here. Usually on a trial like this, how many of the four are like, yep, that's what we should be doing, or that's what we should Two? Of yeah, the four? yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's all going to come back to that RI number. You know, what, what's it worth investing in? And then 
take it a step further, what nutrients are working here? What products are working right here on this farm? If I can, if I can grab one product out of one of these trials yep. that I can put in my grower standard that can grab me one or two dollars an acre, that's big money to me. All right, I got to throw this out there because at all these field days, and this is the fourth one. Uh, Galen has pointed out, hey, you guys are really gung-ho about our uh, calcium product, but you know what? Let's not let people think that we're fibbing here. It maybe doesn't always work. Did you put calcium on any of this stuff, the Liberate product? I did. You did? I did. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing about so my grower standard, I couldn't mix um, their calcium with the, with my grower standard because it, it gave me a problem. It made sludge and all that. So I had a compatibility um, problem. So that's what it was nice. So I actually, some of the differences that I think I might be seeing is because I was able to put calcium in furrow, I was able to mix it in with a blend that I normally I couldn't do. One thing you've learned, Joe Leslie, from this field day this year or from the trials that you're doing this year that is kind of new to you, anything? Anything that's new. It's, it's all about getting the right nutrients in the right area and working in this area on the bay is really unique, man. So I, because I'm out here with them, well, the soils that we're working in okay. and the, the, with the parameters you're under with the nutrients you can use. Well, that's just one of the beauties, really, because when you use some of their micronutrients and the way that you put them on, it does not account against your nutrient management. Yeah. It's because the fertility is different. So it's going directly into the plant. It's not ever getting into the soil sometimes on their foliar nutrition. And if you are tuning in for the first time ever and you're wondering what he's talking about, go back and listen. We've talked about this a number of times in past recordings with Temple about the situation by being farming near the bay on regulatory environment that you've been dealing with for at least a couple of decades yeah. on when you can apply and how much you can apply at certain times of year because of protecting the Chesapeake Bay watershed. Till next time, share this with somebody who can benefit from it. Damian Mason coming at you from before the crowd gets here at Temple's Field Day in Centerville, Maryland.